What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Top of the morning to you, Greg. Top of the morning to you. Oh, hey, you have one glove on. I took mine, I took mine off to eat, so now I just have my wrapped up thumb. God. Oh, yeah, I just thought, you know. <laughs> Nick just had to throw it on. <laughs> Nick, I cut myself with a mandolin or whatever. Mandolin. Not, is uh, mandolin is the instrument, right? A man, the mandolin. Yeah, I think instrument. it's the instrument. And then the the instrument. Mandolin is the one where you cut things. Madeline? Really I don't know that word. Is that Madeline how you is a French German. Why don't you just use a food processor? Because uh, I w- well, no, that would chop everything. I was trying to get very small potato slices, and then I sliced oh. off mm. a small slice of my thumb. Of That's your potato. <laughs> Me too, Greg. I did the same thing. Me too. No, you didn't. A liar. I, why were you so hung up during an interview about my glove being black? It it's weird. just odd that you, a weird you thing, chose because really? latex because gloves shouldn't be black. That's like some murderer shit. Yeah, like so when they're black. They are in a lot of restaurants, and that's where the gloves came from. Allie gave us a box of gloves when all this was about to pop off. I just feel like that because the reason I don't like the black ones is because you can't tell how dirty they are. Like with a white latex glove, you can see if you put like if you've got blood or dirt or something crap on it. Sure. With black, it's going to be diff- more difficult to see, in my opinion. That's why I have these kind of funny blue gloves. We'll be selling those on our store. You can also yeah. just you're saying safe. There. Hey, I think this is a, a perfect time to debut. Are we debuting it? Oh yeah, look at this. Uh, look at look these at logo. Funny branded outbreak masks. These aren't. If you're an audio listener, these aren't like you know the bandana masks you'd expect. These are full face shields that look like a stiff breeze could blow COVID straight into your face. <laughs> right around. <laughs> you are protecting you from shit. Not are you kidding me? Look at that. You're not getting around this. You'd have to go all the way around. <laughs> yeah, they can't. Go, it goes through. It goes away. At, goes at most, it's like an inconvenience to COVID. I know, right? It's just an annoyance. Like COVID's like, oh, it's God, like, I got to work a little bit I harder. In, no, it's just going to make it matter. Huh? Nick, just can't hear you. It's, it it's soundproof glass. It's soundproof glass. You're, you're supposed to do both. You're supposed to have the other mask and then this, and then no one can fuck with you. Oh, just don't wow. go outside at that point. No just don't do anything. You know what I mean? Cover your eyes. You can't see anybody. The Hispanic heartthrob. The Texas treat, Latino heat, ripping the shreds, locking some heads, something about games, Nitro <laughs> Rifle, Andy Cortez. Man, way off, dude. <laughs> I only have my notes from last week that are just yeah. so I think Rip, I did ripping well. them to shreds, clicking heads, the globe trodden headshot and nitro rifle from twitch.tv. Pause. Okay. Andy Cortez. Crowd goes oh, crazy, shit, Greg. Yeah. You Crowd need to write it out wild. for me and put the beats in there. You know what okay. I mean? Just type it out. Pause. Do the next okay. 10 minutes typing it out. Okay. And then <laughs> Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues, a.k.a. the verified one at Tim Gettys. It's already hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I, can, I can't function this way. You, well, not only are you wearing a bomber jacket. <laughs> no, just in my face. Oh, I know. Yeah, no, I know. I'm no not airflow. This is fine. Dude, we got so much flow. See That's that? why I love wearing glasses, Tim, because I always have issues with air hitting my eyeballs, and my eyeballs always get very irritated very easily, as you all may mm. know. Mm. Uh, it's something a lot of people know about me. So that's why, like, whenever I've been wearing my blue blocking light glasses, it's usually because, like, my eyes irritate and it's a shield. Mm-hmm. It's a shield from the from outside, the outside world. Mm-hmm. That's what we need more than ever, right, Nick? You look like a dork when you wear those things. The blue blockers or the big mask? Both. Oh, here it comes. Look at, oh, first look off, at Andy you. looks awesome with glasses. I'm a fucking Andy gamer, dude. Awesome with glasses. Andy, when you put those glasses on, you're the kind of person we go to when we don't understand how computers work in the movie or we need someone to understand how computers work. Explain a fire uh, You're the, you're the fifth you. hacker in Transformers. I'm, ah, shit. 
I'm even more. <laughs> I'm even more useless. Than the rest of them. <laughs> what a bad you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen. This is the kind of funny podcast each and every week. Four, usually four, best friends gather on this table. Oof, that was bad. Uh, each coming to talk to you about what's going on in their lives. If you like that, you can get the show at patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can get it ad free. You can get it with an exclusive post show. You can get it so early you're watching us record it live. It's a great deal. However, if you have no bucks tossed our way, it's no big deal. You can wait and get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe. You know, each and every week, whenever it goes up, all that stuff. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Michael Bradley, Mohammed Mohammed, a.k.a. Momo, Justin Toft, Cameron Reagan, Lee Polero, Kieran O'Donnell, Steve Powers, Drew Garnier Frutis, Julian, the gluten-free gamer, and DJ Kento. Today we're brought to you by Hims, but I'll tell you about that later. Kiso writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like you can be part of the show and says, hello, I hope all is well. Have you heard that the Terminator is a prequel for the Matrix and is the timeline where we lost? No. No. <laughs> I hadn't heard that either, Kiso, but it's a it's an interesting idea. Nick, you love the Terminator. I love the Terminator. Sure. Does this work out in any way, shape, or form that this um, theory lines up is kiso making up this theory andy i need you to put on your hacking glasses and hack the internet right now to find out if this is a real theory Andy, hack the the planet please andy uh no i mean i've never heard this fan theory before i I certainly don't think it's built into the mythology of either of the franchises but it's an interesting concept that the uh the machine but i mean it doesn't really work because the machines don't need the humans as a power source so why would they why would why would terminator in that in that world you know we don't know well we know that they have like power batteries that are like like nuclear batteries Thanks, Andy. What'd you discover? <laughs> I'm, I mic'd my keyboard. I put. No, he's oh, muted himself too. I muted myself too. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. No, we heard this part. Yeah, no, Andy, we got that. We, uh, Andy, we can hear your. Okay. That's great. I, I think if you could type I, that fast. I didn't even realize I was drafting up a new tweet. Should I just tweet this out with yeah, no context? Yeah, dude. Yes. 100%. 100%. You guys are going to see it right now. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love movie theory shit like this where it's like trying to link things, but I, I wish it was a, a bit more in depth than <laughs> the four words they gave us here. I mean, again, Andy hacked the planet and find out for me. It uh, makes sense. I pulled up a Reddit, just literally Googled it, and it's like the first Thanks, link. Andy. If you guys want to look at it, well, I'm, I'm oh, I can't see. It's really small. Yeah, I can't read it. Well, <laughs> give me. You know, it's just hard. To you want to read, you wanna read it to us, Kevin? Read it to oh, us, Kevin. God, no. Oh, man. You is want that to better? use your ability? Yeah, it is better. Is that better? All right, here you go. So this is posted oh, by Gallagher222. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? That is not, that does not deserve a laugh. Nick, do you think this is the comedian Gallagher or his brother it. Gallagher? It could be Gallagher 1 or Gallagher 2. We don't know. Five years We're ago, not. the Terminator movies are prequels to the Matrix trilogy. Basically, that the machines successfully defeat John Connor's rebellion and then enslave humans in the artificial Matrix. They tried many times to kill John or Sarah Connor, his lieutenants, with Terminators, but failed. But they did manage to defeat most of John Connor's forces. Now the same machines of Skynet rule the planet, harvesting human energy while humans are deceived by the Matrix. Matrix. This explains the speech Morpheus gives Neo about having... Kevin went back to the kind of funny uh, there. Uh, it explains uh, the speech Morpheus gives Neo about having been a one before him, referring to John Connor, who died. No. Mm-mm. No, Bullshit. you're not going to have it, Tim. Why not? Why are you throwing just, it out? I just don't like it. A lot of fan bullshit. No, because they, but that also destroys the concept of the, of the, of, uh, the Matrix and the mythology behind that, where it was supposed to be a cycle 
for the matrix where there were supposed to be multiple neos that had happened before and this whole thing is happening just again and it's also the concept that that even as he gets into the outside world that's still just a part of the matrix which to me is like cool and, and like really philosophical and like you know the terminator is just always so straightforward that i don't really want the two to be a part of the same <laughs> universe kevin i love you so much did you guys see that yeah, I yeah. saw him pop up. Just another you, one of those what? moments he pops up, sees himself, and freaks out. Because <laughs> well, it, it like then froze immediately after. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to pop up then. Like, <sighs> Jesus God, I wanted can, to. Can, okay, can we just fucking jump to no, the real wait, topic wait, of this? Wait, 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 sure. No, wait, what's wait, the real wait. topic of this? I wanted to bring up a better theory that I like a lot about the Matrix. Like everything in the Matrix that's happening is uh-huh. within another layer of the Matrix. That's why Neo can actually control things in in the real world right 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 like the tentacle i I just said that oh did you yeah i was saying even in the real world it's still part of the matrix like here's the thing (laughs) (laughs) tim it's like people people saying tim neo has three letters so does ash from pokemon maybe exactly get this shit out of here dude get the the shit out of here why do you hate magic and dream no this isn't magic or dreams this is quick schemes trying to make a quick buck greg i don't appreciate it all this guy trying to farm some reddit karma you know didn't fucking work for him gallagher 2222 getting 11 up votes (laughs) <laughs> five well, years ago five years ago maybe you know has more than that well i mean yeah i don't know i don't know how that no, i don't i, think <laughs> I don't know that i want to talk about the fact that kevin fucking coelho has a dog now right and like real topic. let's just take a, a, a little vote here who thinks this is a good idea raise your hand oh, i think it's a great idea what are you talking about andy cortez we got one person Thank saying so I, saying yes Thank i can see, here's the thing i can see i can see two a reason why it's a good idea and a reason why it's a bad idea I'll start with the bad idea reasons because there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Our lives are probably a little bit more difficult than they usually are. And so adding a, a newborn puppy into that mix is not certainly something I'd want to put myself or my wife through. Having said that, the best possible time to have a dog and train it would be right now sure. because you have yep. nothing but time to be with that dog and train and potty train it and take it out. So might as well get one now because you got a good solid at least a month right with this dog all right here's a rebuttal to that all right kev pop back up please look at this man what all right how much sleep does it look like he's had none in the last Mm -hmm. 30 years of his life well i've also moved and there's a lot wrong with this place that i'm fixing myself Mm -hmm. great so let's get a puppy (laughs) let's add to that you want to throw more responsibilities to that i'm almost something that just like is irregular you never know when it's gonna fucking poop or pee or what the hell except you do know it's all the time it's all the time so now kevin needs when's the last time you slept what last night i woke up at like seven in the morning it's fine Mm. Went to sleep at sleep? like three. I got a solid four gotcha. hours last okay. night. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't like three we, in the we, morning. We did. Yeah, what were you doing until three in the morning? Yeah, uh, Andy Cortez. Finishing up. Uh, I was putting down giant pieces of cardboard uh, shit. so that I can paint. <laughs> what? I just imagine like giant pieces of shit. Like <laughs> the dog is. No, big old cardboard so that I can paint the baseboards that I just finished. And uh, okay. there's a trim that I removed around a window. And I was also, uh, what is it, you know, mudding it. See, you guys are going a different direction with this. Nick and Tim are bringing on the the whole, it's a bad time to get a dog because you're so stressed out. There's so much to do. There's so much to worry about. 
I'm coming at it from a completely selfish angle. It's fucking bullshit. You get a cute ass dog and I can't see it. Yeah. Like mm. yeah. My, my whole life. Here, here's what I, I've had this sort of like inner thought. And really, Greg is the only one who gets away with this because he's innocent. Because I'm like, why don't any of my friends have cute fucking dogs? Like, I just want to hang out with these cute dogs. And none of my close friends or close relatives. When I go back home to the RGV or we don't play no games, I never have a cousin that comes over with a cute little puppy. It's always like a weird fucking mutt looking thing. Sure. There's never there's never a cute dog. And I'm so pissed off that Kevin has a cute ass dog and none of us can see it for at least another get, year. Exactly. By the time we get back around each other, it's it won't big. be a puppy anymore. It's, it's a, a wolf. Big, you know I mean? Well, yeah. we'll know what its problem is by then. Like, here's my, Kevin, my next Kevin. step of this. <laughs> well, no, but like every member of the Coelho family thus far there's it, the way that it works, the way that this whole family is growing. There's always some fatal flaw going on. All mm-hmm. right. Like with Thomas, it's Thomas loves Kevin, hates Paula. Right. What's the story of this puppy going to be? <laughs> That's a good. Wow. We're, lo- well, we're going to find out. He seems really cool right now. He doesn't seem like he's got any problems. When we got, See, I distinctly remember when Thomas came around, right. though. He was Kevin he was, liked Thomas. There, they, they, this seemed like no, it was a good relationship there, and then it went super sour somewhere where. Thomas loves Kevin. Kevin hates Thomas. I I never wanted a cat. Just to be clear, the only reason we got a dog is because Paula was like, "Hey, I think we're ready for another cat. We've got a bigger place," and I was like, "Absolutely no way. We can get a dog, no cat." And then two days later, she was like, "All right, we'll start looking at dogs." And I was like, "Well, all right." Yep. One of my favorite things is a couple days ago, get a text from Kev. Got it, and like, dude, got a dog. I was like, "What the fuck? That's crazy. It's so random." And his response was, well, we, we talked about it for like three days. Nick, I, I pulled it up so you can see him. Look how I mean, cute, cute it is. That is a cute dog. A little husky, dude. Yeah. But here's the thing. Matches here's the thing. with Thomas. That was very important. Kevin, what do we have to do? Oh, it's like it's like Tim matching all his in the inside of his right, theater. But I match my pants. Everything all white. All white. <laughs> so here, here, it's a little weirder. Yeah, for sure. Well. um, I, I like that your dog's name is Cecil Tiberius. Yeah. Can we add a third name to it? Well, I mean, it's currently Cecil Tiberius Coelho. Can we yeah. add a third before the last name? Can we here collectively that. add a third name? No. Another middle name? No. I okay, guys, we need to vote. Cecil Who Tiberius. thinks we should add add a third name? <laughs> hey, Everyone you. but Greg says yes. Thank I think you, Greg, we get to do you. it. Majority wins. No problem. <laughs> now, I will, I'll throw this out there. Obviously, Paula Paula going to be used for the their child. Few- See, <laughs> like th- that's the sad thing. That is the. The pinnacle of your guys's humor. You just named my future daughter Paula Paula. That's all. And Timothy is a minister. Like his future kid Rimothy. is a Miss Rimothy. Because one time Greg mispronounced something. No, he just said it. Comedic yeah. geniuses. It's like sixteen hours into that yeah. stream or whatever. Hey man, everybody loved it. You know what Andy, I mean? Andy, Andy, what's your died. proposal? I don't know, dude. Like, I, I either we go something pop culture because I, uh, you said you named it from the comic book Invincible, right? Yes, that is connect. That that's named after Cecil Stedman of Invincible. And then, the of course, Tiberius. I, I, in the I assume is the middle Kirk? name Tiberius is from James Tiberius Kirk. I just named him Tiberius because I think Cecil Tiberius sounds good. It's a combo. Tiberius is a rat fucking name. Yeah, S- similar to Thomas's middle name, which is Thomas Janine. Coelho. 
Mm-hmm. Thomas exactly. Janine sounds Except good together. Janine makes no sense. <laughs> but it's, Thomas Janine sounds good and it feels good. To say, say Thomas Janine. It doesn't Janine. sound good. It's Thomas weird. Janine. It's weird. It, doesn't it flow That's why I didn't raise my hand, honestly. If I'm being honest, I didn't raise my hand to vote for another fucking name for this dog because the cat's got too many goddamn names already and it's just not worth our time. <laughs> they, you know what I mean? All but, have, why are we investing so many things into these things' names? Also, question. and here's the thing. Did I take crazy pills? Because I feel like Kevin being cool with a dog came out of nowhere. Tim, you've known him your whole life. Did you expect him to one day get a dog and be happy about it? Yeah. I, you're mistaken the whole him liking the cat. I don't think he ever liked this cat. I've never liked the cat. When Thomas first showed up, he was like, he's fucking talking about it. And you no, know, he named he's it. talking he's about it. Well, yeah, I mean, you get a new toy. You're going to tell people. You were, you were doing it. You were braggadocious about it. I've always known Kevin to hate Thomas. <laughs> Kevin's always hated Thomas. I've yeah. never enjoyed Thomas's company. There have been like multiple the times where you. I feel like the most the the most positive I've ever seen toward Kevin has been kind of middle of the road. But then there have been moments where Kevin comes in with massive gouges on his arms, sure. and I just look at him and he just goes, "Thomas." Yeah, yeah. you should see the other guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Thomas is all fucked up always. Although I, I, am, I gave for... Thomas attention recently, and Kevin got real mad at me about it. No, I didn't. Oh, really, did was, no, I, I just looked get... at him, gave him a little head nod. I and was Kevin's very like, did confused. You head nod, Thomas. We, well, you walked in and looked into an empty room, saw Thomas, and gave him a little nod, and it was like, whoa. Like, I thought that was a big step for your guys' relationship. I'm not going to be rude to Thomas. Do you expect this dog to make Thomas even more insufferable? Uh, so having more space, like having more space, like, Thomas is already acting really different in, like, a good way. Okay. He seems way more cuddly with us and, like, Wearing he's a shirt sleep- tie. Yeah, exactly. He uh, goes to the office. He sleeps like next to Paula, which he never did before. He'd always sleep by our feet. Um, so I think that that's already helping a lot. He, we we're trying to introduce him as slowly as possible to uh, to Thomas. Uh, what does that mean? Well, like <laughs> we have him in another room. What? What? Just just like I just I like I like well, to imagine I like Thomas to imagine is super aggressive Thomas Thomas and Cecil like. They kind of walk in a room and Kevin's like, no, 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 hold on. <laughs> like, oh, no, that's, yet, that's, that's actually, yet, Andy, yet, that's yet. 100% spot on. <laughs> Thomas is currently living in our bedroom, Cecil in, in another bedroom, and Cecil will walk to the door and I'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa Cecil, that, that's far enough. And Thomas will kind of just be like, what the fuck is this thing? I think it really helps that they kind of look like. Really, really okay. being helpful there. If you can teach Thomas to, when Cecil gets a little bigger to ride, ride his him. back, oh, ride him. I think that'd be really cool. Nick, it's one hundred percent with a plan. Kevin, yeah. hear me out. Hear me I'm out, listening. Kevin. Cecil, Tiberius, Tiberius. No. <laughs> you see what I mean? You see what I mean? The most you can do is change a fucking consonant to a vowel. Very I knew impressive. That get Nick. I knew that would get Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. That's great. That's the dog's name from now on. Cecil Tiberius. Tiberius. Yeah. Season, Cecil Tiberius. We call Tiberius. him, we call him uh, Tito. 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 <laughs> One positive note that has come on. I've got now meat snacks in my pocket at all the time. Fun for me oh. and him. How is that any different than normal? <laughs> Wait, you, real quick, did you say for you and him? <laughs> What kind of meat snacks are made for you and the dog? <laughs> bacon. You just make bacon, you crumble it up, boom. Cheap meat snacks. For about a big, about a remember the dog. movie As Good As It Gets where he kept getting the dog to come over because he had bacon in his pocket? Sure, didn't, it, didn't it make the dog sick or whatever? Though? Didn't he get no, like a sheet or something? No, it wasn't as... Pregnant? 
Yeah, it was as good as get. What a good movie that was, you know. I'm talking about a good movie. I was talking about Bicentennial Man. All right? Oh Christ! <laughs> oh, Here, here's my thing. Like I, I love dogs, and I want a dog one day. But I don't want to have to take care of the dog, and I don't want any of the responsibility that comes with the dog. Of course, yeah, Does that yeah. sound fair? Because like when I get to hang out with Porty, well, it's so married. great. What's that? That's why you got married. Have D take oh, care of all that stuff. Yeah, no, she's not going to do that. Yeah, she's definitely not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely, I'd have to take care of it. But then the problem is like, we like to travel. I, we travel for work all the way. Who's going to take care of this? Because I don't want to saddle my wife up with this thing. Yeah, that's worked out. That's, that's caused you zero stress in the time we've known each other. Traveling with Porty's not ever the problem. <laughs> him <laughs> doing something stupid and killing him. himself usually. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Also, I um, feel like uh miller you you taught me something great which is the like the you put him in the kennel right yeah. you, you take him a little uh when you go on a trip sometimes you yeah, put, put him in, in a little, bag, it's a little yeah. expensive but no 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 i'm sorry oh you uh, mean put him in like like uh like camp the center, yeah center, yeah, yeah, yeah a little doggy yeah, camp yeah. that seems like exactly. a great option sure yeah find somebody you trust mm-hmm. a little expensive but it's better than having to rely on somebody because now I get this Joey girl who takes care of Porty sometimes. Ugh, don't get me started. Ugh. I got to keep her employed. Talk I to miss her. Joey so much, man. It, does, it sucks, right? It's starting, this is a weakness Joey. on me. Shut what? up. Joey's upstairs. You see her yeah. all the time. I see Joey all the time. I, I, miss, I had a moment of missing Andy yesterday. and I, like, It was weird. The sequel to Chasing Amy. Yeah, missing Andy. But it, just, it came out of nowhere, but it came on hard, you know? Well, that's why I, so I replied to you and I wasn't trying to be disrespectful in any way. Like Mm -hmm. I miss cool Greg more. I understand. But because I see you on camera a lot, I've seen cool Greg once in passing behind you. Mm -hmm. And I just miss the, the relaxed vibe. I miss the, the calm, cool, collected sort of uh, aura that surrounds him. And it it just always brought a, a smile to my face when I walk in like what's happening. Like, yeah. We're not even. By the way, we're not even sure yeah. that was cool, Greg. Though I mean, there's That's a lot true. of conspiracy theorists out there on all the forums. <laughs> we just think it was Gia with a like a coat rack <laughs> just holding, walking <laughs> by. So we don't know. You know, That's we don't true. know who it was. My That's right hand's starting to get real hot. I'm taking this glove. Who owns a coat rack? <laughs> great question. I don't know. <laughs> That's a great. But I feel like I've been to Tim's but I've been to Tim's house, and I wouldn't put it past him if they just randomly discovered another room in the place. That has coat, coat racks. Rack. Yeah. Fun fact. I got to see you I yesterday, Nick. Coat rack. That was fun. Yeah, we did get to see each other. Like, I dropped you off dropped some. Off. Uh, you dropped this off. The safety mask. away from each other. We did. Um, Joey, Joey heard you outside, so she ran out and started yelling at you. you. She ran out. Yeah, she ran out from upstairs, poked her head out, and it looked like she was just having margaritas up in the sun. There. <laughs> I was like, what do y'all do here all day long? You guys just partying with each other? Because, like, here's, here's, the big, here's the big thing, right? He's like, Greg, you have three people in your house. That's right. Uh, Andy, you have four people in your house, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim, you have five people, four people in your four. house. Four. I have two. Now, the thing is this. It's me and my wife. Her patience is, is gone with me. It, it went week one. We're in week, what, three and a half or four now? We're in week four or five, maybe. Four. Uh, so this is we, we, we decided we're like, we're going to get categories. We want to play categories, but you can't really play any games against each other. So you guys are very fortunate that you have multiple people in the house. You can actually just sit with and like play a card game if you wanted to. Cause like the only thing my wife and I can really do together is like go for a walk and she walks so fast. It's so fast. <laughs> well, see, it's one of, it's one of those problems. Like I understand her, her <laughs> thing. Cause she's tall. 
and she has long legs. And it's so annoying. You just move is quicker. We're moving at your pace, Nick, but oh, you're behind us. Yeah. Like, help, help. You know what I mean? <laughs> help, help. Pull out his ankles. <laughs> Put me on your shoulders. I keep doing this. <laughs> like I want to come up. I want to come up. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird not having um, like when I walk out, I always see I see Barrett and Alyssa all the time or whatever. And they're always in the living room. It's really cute because they're always out there just having like they, they're inseparable. But I, I also think maybe it's this sort of um, initiative they've started where work time, daytime is in the living room. Mm-hmm. They're trying to separate the bedroom and the living yeah, room. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I totally understand that. But every time I walk by there, Barrett's on the computer and Alyssa's just kind of like on her switch playing Animal Crossing in the court. But but now she's been doing the work stuff. And so she has to teach her kids and do meetings and stuff in the washroom. And so she'll let us know, like, hey, can you maybe not wash clothes in the morning? Totally cool. Totally understandable. Because they, her and Barrett need to be separated. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Because, you know, microphones and webcams and all that stuff. And so it's it's a it's a vibe where in my living room, there's an office set up. And then in the washroom, which is about this wide, by the way, <laughs> there's an office set up as well. It's very bizarre. I mean, that's where I'm at right now. I'm in a weird coat closet that my apartment just happens to have. Thank <clears> God. <throat> So my wife's kind of like like answers emails and does some stuff in the living room, but I'm I'm kind of relegated to this area, which is good. I mean, this is like this is like her sanity right here. I get to be here <laughs> today. I think <laughs> was the luxury. first day where our programming crossed the line because somewhere where I was hysterically screaming about uh, Meemaw and Griff with a baseball bat after <laughs> Nick introduced that one to our lexicon, I got the following three texts from my wife: "Can you shut the windows?" Jesus, the kids are outside. Ha ha. Because like, I'm in the back of the apartment with the windows open over a courtyard. Yeah. So I heard kids from downstairs were down there playing around, running on the heard that. And we're up here screaming about Mima. I think I heard that a little bit during Back to the Future. I heard some yeah. scuttlebutt outside. Didn't we, also, didn't we also decide that those kids were may or may not be wraiths? Like some sort of specters oh. or ghosts. We didn't. We never see the kids, right? We just hear the kids. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Haunting. I've, yeah. I've seen the dad out there making the rib. Oh. Remember that we had that rib play by play, Nick. If you remember. Mm. Well, consider oh, yeah, the consumer. Consider the rumor squashed, then, Nick. <laughs> guess, <laughs> guess, we wanna, guess we don't want to rip off that joke. Just, uh, just crush that one. Just saying, I've around. seen him. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you can say I. I haven't seen him. You don't. You know what I mean? You. You haven't seen him. I've seen him. It's a different no, but thing. I trust you. If you've seen a child, then it's not a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, now would you put it past me? <laughs> then it wasn't. No, I mean you are you have some eccentricities. Let's just put it that way. But I'm pretty sure, sure you can tell sure. the difference between a human and the ethereal. Guys, I want to I want to segue off because the the internet's been all a flutter. Uh, uh, there's been a lot Terminator of Terminator Matrix. There's going to be a lot of kerfuffle about the Terminator Matrix stuff. <laughs> um, no, er, this whole weekend was filled with you can only choose three. You mm. can only choose three. That's been all too over many, the man. internet. Too many. Too many to count. And one funny thing that um, Mike Ryan, a producer on the Levitard show, did. He was putting out one like every day. I was like, what? Like, why is he doing this? Because he always makes fun of like Internet trends. And then he made a choose three from his nine uh, choose threes. <laughs> like he had like Smart. all these different categories. Yeah. yeah okay. uh, but this one, <clears throat> I think we can have a decent discussion about. This is choose any three. I'm going to put it in assets so you all can open it. I don't know if maybe Kevin can bring this up. It's a tweet. I I, I can definitely bring it up. Fantastic. Yeah, put it in. I put it in assets. It's a tweet where you have to choose three from your from nine different series. Why do you do this to me, Andy? This is a Sophie's choice. Is this difficult? This isn't hard at all. 
I love well, with the exception. Well, oh, list them out, Andy. You started. Okay, Tell us number, what we got here. For number one, listener. we got that CT crunch, cinnamon toast crunch. Number no, two, I'm, I'm picking that for sure. Number two is tricks. Number three, Fruit Loops. Number four, Captain Crunch. Number five, no berries. No, just Captain Crunch. Fuck that's him, right? Fuck, that's, that's a big. That's oh my hard. god, that's him. huge. I didn't realize that. Number that's five is huge. Fruity Pebbles. Number six is Pops. Seven Lucky Charms. Eight Honey Nut Cheerios. Nine Frosted Flakes. Now here's why it's so easy: is that I would just pick number five, Fruity Pebbles, three times. Oh god. Done. Fruity Pebbles are so gross. If you were like, Greg, I understand that'll take care of you. We need to take care of other people. I would say, oh, okay. Then I would go number five, Fruity Pebbles, number nine, Frosted Flakes, and number one, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So I feel like I'm going to put it out there. I imagine that on everyone's list, we have Cinnamon Toast Crunch. CT Crunch, absolutely. That's the goat, right? That's a a given. Yeah. Fruity Pebbles, I got to disagree with you. For me, I'm going to go Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Frosted Flakes. Those are the for shows. I feel like after that, it, it is a little bit more up in the air. I would go Captain Crunch <laughs> even without the berries because I feel like I'd want one that is a little simpler. So that falls between the Pops, the Honey Nut Cheerios, or Captain Crunch. I don't know if fucking real. Gotta have my crunch. Pop sock. See, my Pop thing sock. about Pop sock. <laughs> <Pop> sock. <laughs> I feel like uh, Fruity Pebbles, Greg, and not to shit on your choice here, but I feel like Fruity Pebbles always it's just immediately turns to mush it's just a sludge so it's less of a cereal and more of just a colored sludge that's an interesting point and it is worth raising of course i am picking these on cereals i will eat dry i I eat like a horse that's why i I, you know i like a little trough attached okay well that's That's different that totally that totally changes i mean it doesn't change mine so much but it does make for me, it, it does make Fruity Pebbles more edible, but I still yeah. won't change my choices. Right now, my choices are number one, of course, CT Crunch. Uh, number two, or yeah, the second choice I would do is uh, uh, Fruit Loops. Love the Fruit Loops. Uh-huh. And then I got to go with the classic Honey Nut Cheerios because you Damn. can't dry or with milk on them. They're from Gotta Have Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops, I had the same issue as Fruity Pebbles, where within 10 seconds, it's like a fruit striped gum. Why are all the fruit stuff just immediately cursed where fruit loops just become like a fucking little loops, rubber, like a gum. noodle like just a yeah like uh it's so disgusting immediately and so where i'm thinking is obviously one ct crunch i mean that's like that's like picking lebron out of like a bunch of modern nba players right easy of obviously course. it's number easy. one yeah easy. um number i'm having trouble with the bottom row the bottom row i think is where i'm aiming at now where i don't know whether to choose from lucky charms hunting the cheerios or frosted flakes i, feel like I don't cheerios understand why it sucks everyone what? loves lucky charms so damn much lucky why is charms everyone out? up lucky charms is ass i don't because lucky charms here's, here's the problem is when the, when it's these cereals that have multiple elements the elements both need to be able to stand on their own that's why exactly. with Captain crunch berries Captain crunch is good the berries are good you put them together you're fucking fantastic. This is why the oops all berries, you're going too far. Yeah, way too, too much. much, right? Yeah. Lucky Charms, it's like, sure, the marshmallows are dope. Lucky Charms, the cereal, get the hell out. That's some grandpa shit. You're crazy. Oh, you're crazy. I, I, I like, so here's my thing. Here's my thing. It, hey, here's a great cereal. They just promoted it. Fucking, it won't kill your heart. That's, that's, that's how they were like, hey, we're fucking eat this. this. Won't it's good kill for your you. heart. Fuck off, old people. Just Lucky, die. Lucky Charms. Take your Char- and jump off a fucking bridge. I like Lucky Charms uh, uh, quite a bit, but I think I'll have to go with, like, I feel like Frosted Flakes is such a consistent, reliable choice. Where It's, it's the McDonald's of these. It, it it takes so long to get soggy. There's always still a really good crunch. It makes the milk taste fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh man, my mouth's watering just thinking about it, Tim. Because that, that's my thing too. There's there's two here that have variations that I think 
uh, would change the game. Captain Crunch having the berries and also Fruity Pebbles being Cocoa Pebbles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cocoa Pebbles would be my my three for sure. Me too, Tim. I think me me as well. Fuck you, Nick. <laughs> what, what, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm gravely injured. Do you understand that last night your company flashed before your eyes? Because if this thumb goes down and I, I don't have it's a thumb, I can't play games. It's all guess over. what? Everybody's gone. The Patreon it's money's over. gone. Whose coattails are you gonna ride then, Scarpino? Huh? I'm. Sure. I have a thumb too. I have a thumb too. <laughs> Great rebuttal. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. I have a thumb too. I so, have a thumb too. So, Greg, uh, this whole Nick making fun of you thing reminds me of something that happened this. this oh week. my God, we got in so much trouble that that I love so much. <laughs> I forgot about this. Kev, Kev, can you do me a favor and can you bring up all of our Instagrams? <laughs> Except mine. Uh, I, can't I think there's bring actually. Up Nick's. I was going to say there was a thread. There is that, a tweet somewhere. Yeah, I, don't I don't know how we, we I like that. it, but I can check and see if I can find it while you're talking. Now, so it all started, obviously, with Greg roasting Nick in classic. Destroying him. Fashion. I destroyed him. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you can unblock you me and then block me again if you, if you want. Just for the same <laughs> you haven't thing. watched the podcast. <laughs> no, you don't no, know. No, but, like, you know, Nick has been trying to push. He's the king of urban hiking on us. To which you probably say, "What the fuck's urban hiking?" And it's mm-hmm. walking. It's, it's a just walk. going for a walk. <laughs> it's just a walk. So, it's a, it's a, as you know, I've been, just, I've been John Stockton Tomahawk dunking on his ass. Yeah, you know dude. What I mean? and he's just yeah. getting him every weekend when I go out for my hikes and my walks and my urban hiking. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, on Saturday we uh, geared up to go out and go for our normal ass. Uh, let's go get some air and get a walk and get a hike. And I took my uh, photo at Andy Town because we start there. We get a cup of coffee, a breakfast, sando, some of them chocolate chip cookies, right? Because, Nick, putting our beef aside for a second, how good are Andy Town chocolate chip cookies? Dude, you didn't tell me they fucking make them fresh and they'll give them to you warm if there's if you catch them at the right time. Oh, and that breakfast sandwich, dude. Joey oh, just God. tweeted. Uh, Joey just it's gave other earth. Where there. is this place? Is it far away? Because everybody was like, Andy, you should go do that. I was like, yeah, it requires me to leave. You should have done you know, it, Andy. It wouldn't I have been counted on you. For you. Yeah. Here's the thing, Andy. I thought, and we're jumping ahead a little bit, but real quick, I just want to say, I thought that there's a chance he's going to do this. It's slim, but there's a chance. I thought for sure you're going to Photoshop something. I was close. I was close. <laughs> I, was walking, I was walking to CVS and I was like, should I just do it on this random bench <laughs> at a really bad angle? It doesn't even match. But no. So, yeah, uh, I don't know where you're at, Kevin, with being able to show him. But so I put up my initial one where I was all dressed, ready for hike, we're at the get coffee shop, get the coffee. And so, yeah, I, I was like, oh, wait, Jen, hold on. And I went and put my foot on this table that I thought was there to block this bench. So obviously social distancing. Why would you sit on a bench? Took this photo, put it up, dunked all over Nick's ass, just his worthless ass. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just crushed him with mm-hmm. the, the it was this. The key to hashtag urban hiking is coffee and stretching. Then three stupid emoticons about laughing. And then hashtag urban hiker, hashtag coffee, hashtag stretching, hashtag SF comedy, hashtag jujitsu, hashtag Nick sucks, That's hashtag kind of funny, hashtag KF podcast, hashtag my my beard is better, hashtag pray for Andy, hashtag Kevin is love. To which was just received so well on the internet. But there was a wrinkle on top of Nick being in there, you know, oh man, you crushed me. I'm so sorry. I'll never talk to you again. The restaurant, Andy Town, <laughs> responded in the comments as well. And they said, thanks for your support in these hard times. In the future, please refrain from putting your feet on our table. We are using for safe touchless pickups for food orders. Get shit on. And I was like, oh, shit. Because there's no sign on it. There's nothing. No. Safe. And there wasn't. And like, the thing is this, too. Like, when I went, 
there was no food on it either. Yeah, there's nobody out there saying stay away. Now, granted, it's a table, but I thought <laughs> in our age of social distancing that it was specifically to block that bench so people don't sit down. Because well, also because like when away. like what I didn't even think about it until after I took the picture was that I I went in um and like we got our food inside. So they when you were doing it like you you pay outside and they they go when they call your order you can walk inside. So I was like oh that makes sense because to put food outside where anyone randomly can just touch it does right. seem kind of like not cool. Like all the restaurants I go to, you walk up to the door, they open the door, they've got the food there, they get they put it on a table, you're you're ready to go. Yeah. But like that just seems like I mean it's at first off, it's an outdoor table. Why would you put food on out? It's gonna be dirty to begin with. And second off, like I, I, I understand the but I just I, I just it wouldn't a, it have occurred a, to me that it was like that's where just they the miscommunication because they, <laughs> they right. are so good there of marking everything on where to stand. Here's where the lady's gonna take your order, here's where you swipe your card and don't talk or touch anybody, and then you go stand over there. I thought that the table had different purposes. Yes, Andy, well, I'm sorry. What do you think about these people replying to them being like, Oh, this Greg got it. Uh oh my god, I love you. What do you think about these people comments? Like just like totally like betraying you, Greg. They're betraying I me. I didn't see people betraying me. People were applying to Anytown like, thank you. Thank you for <laughs> saying this. This fucking morons doing this stuff up here. You know, like there's a lot of there's people talking three shit. three comments and there's, it's, it's just, oh shit, this. Oh my oh, God, shit. I love you. Like, I don't think they're not really it's like. crazy, dude. You don't, Did you're you not mad about it being mean? Did you see? No, you should block them is what I'm saying. Andytown or the people? The people talking to everyone. Do you know these everyone. people? There's just three. Who? Why, why, why are you so mad at them? Um, I just I think it's just kind of like okay, you're the good guy on the internet. I get it, right? Like, yo, oh, yeah, really Greg's the big bad guy. You know what Hold I mean? On. This is funny, and I wonder if this is how it came together. Uh, is that one of the persons responding here with the OMG I love you is a stand up comic? Is this one of your fucking friends, Nick? Did you call somebody in off the bench? <laughs> Did my signal joke at you? Bring uh jesse kaylee foster at me huh is that what happened there no i don't know who that is is this one of your cronies nick do i have to start uh, are you gonna tanya hard to me out there you're gonna jeff galooly me jeff galooly that mean i'm gonna be like wait <laughs> what is, i mean i'm gonna get you to beat someone up for me is that what, is that what <laughs> i don't know you know it makes sense there anyways though i put it up while we were out uh, uh hiking and then you know, took two hours off to hike around and really take in that air, that urban hiking. And then what do I see when I come back and open Instagram? Nick with the best fucking response of all time that you got out of your house and went to the coffee shop and took the same fucking photo. <laughs> now, Nick, so I need brilliant. to know the backstory of this. Like, did you happen to be in the area or did you, did so you do the, the thing? The backstory was that um, for so Greg and I went to go see Hobbs and Shaw. Right, we have to start back there. This is we have to start at the beginning. Of the <laughs> we have to go way back. We have to go way back. And during Hobbs and Shaw, Jen brought two chocolate chip cookies from Andy Town, and she was like, "Hey, Greg, I brought you and me cookies." And Greg was like, uh, "I don't really feel like a chocolate chip cookie right now. I think I, he had just eaten or wanted popcorn or something." I was like, I "I'll take right, one." Yeah. And I t- I took the cookie, put it next to me. Totally forgot about the cookie, Andy. It was like that time I gave you those Twix, and you were so happy because you didn't know they were going to happen. So now I surprised myself. Surprised. Yeah. An hour into the movie, I was like. Fuck, I have that cookie. I start mm-hmm. eating the cookie, and it's so good that I lost track of what was happening in the movie. I mean, granted, the movie is not that intricate to begin with. It's actually pretty boring. But um, I was like – so ever since then, I've remembered that cookie. Flash forward, my wife was like, hey, my favorite place to get cookies is closed down, obviously, because they can't – it's a bakery. They can't – they're not making any fucking money. And I was like, we should try to go to that Andytown place because it has one of the best cookies in San Francisco. And then I woke up, and I saw this, and I was like – it, I was joking around. I was like, Greg keeps fucking with me with this urban hiking thing. 
but he's at this place, Andy town, which reminds me like we've got, we're going to run some errands today, but we got, why don't we just drive out there, get a cup of coffee and, uh, and grab a, a cookie. It'll be fun. She goes, yeah, that sounds great. And then as I pulled the car out, the, the idea occurred to me, I was like, yep, that's happening. I'm absolutely going to take the same picture and fuck with him. And that's going to be the case. It was so great. your caption is two can play that game, Greg. Hashtag Greg sucks. Hashtag urban hike. Hashtag they really don't want us to put our foot on the table. Hashtag Jeff just but you did it anyway. Hashtag Greg sucks so bad. So did they come out and yell at you? What happened was I ordered and I walk over and it just so happens that everyone that was standing around, you can still see a couple behind me, but there's a few people standing around. They had just kind of cleared out. And I handed the phone to my wife and I was like, you, you, I showed her the picture of you. And I was like, just try to frame it up and I'll crop it where I need to just shoot it a little wide. And uh, I, I didn't even think about it because I didn't think either. I thought it was I was just like, oh, they're just randomly storing this table there or whatever. So I put my foot up, snap a couple pictures. Uh, my wife's like, oh, she's, I'm like, did you get it? She's like, I totally got it. She gives me the phone. And the the nice young lady who was wor- who was like ringing people up was like, hey, does this have anything to do with the guy that took that picture earlier? And I was like, it has everything <laughs> with the guy that took that picture earlier she goes yeah just so you know we'd really like it if people didn't put their foot on that table because we're using it to give people the food and i was like that is a reasonable question that's a reasonable request for me and i will 100 percent oh my god i apologize for that i'm so sorry for that and uh i will make sure people know that so that's why i put it in the hashtags but she didn't she was very nice and i think she kind of got that we were screwing around sure so she she told me afterwards she was like can you just tell other people not to do that and i was like well i think people are gonna at this point know because then and then you hit me up and you were like, hey, did they yell at you too? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, they yelled. I got, I got <laughs> so fucking fun. Like, this, this has got to be their nightmare, right? That I, one person does it once and then it becomes a Everyone thing. And then, funny. like, a kind of funny fans suddenly notice it and they start going well, there. Like, and doing that's it. the like, thing. My favorite thing is throughout these comments is so many people are like, oh, dude, this is now a kind of funny thing for the rest of time. Best friends are going to take pictures in front of this fucking great. place. I love it. So this all happens. It's hilarious. Uh, I'm with Joey and Gia because I can't get away from them. And Joey's like, hey, tomorrow we have to do this. Like we're going. I was like, fuck yeah, because we've been alternating like what cafes we go to. And uh, we've been going to Andy's Town. It's it's awesome. But we're like, fuck it. We got to We got to go. And then I was just having like I was trying to explain to Gia like what has been going on with whole urban hiking lore. Yeah. And uh, it just reminded me of when Nick got so upset. It was just going after Greg about and you wear the leggings. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I got to fucking I'm going all out with this shit. Your photo crushes it because you're wearing the same. You have the exact same Xbox XO19 <laughs> jacket so that I wear out for them. These rainy hikes. You're wearing a hat. You're wearing the shorts. You're I'm wearing, wearing a hat that I've never worn in my fucking life. Of uh, and I, those shoes that I bought to match the jacket, I just haven't worn them yet. Nice. That, that was their debut. Perfect time. I'm, and but my favorite thing is I'm wearing jeans because I don't have black leggings. <laughs> no, but you know what, Tim? Nobody has black leggings. <laughs> Nobody has them unless you play basketball or are a runner. So so yeah, this is great. But then yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna put my fucking foot in the. T-. I didn't even know there was drama about it. I was just like, I'm just not gonna do it. So you're a smart person. So smart there's guy. there's me. <laughs> I love good. it though. Well, yeah, your it's hashtags are er, hashtag urban hike. Hashtag don't put your feet on the table, you monsters. <laughs> hashtag Joey has great ideas. Hashtag best quarantine house. There we go. I'm just too, I, I just Google mapped it. This place is way too far for me to give that much effort. It's like not that drive. Oh, no, it's drive. I would have to drive. I don't want to. It's a five minute drive probably for you, maybe 10. And there's plenty of parking over in that area. It took me like one second to find a parking spot. 
It's just so also, good. Andy, I'm not lying when I say it's one of the best chocolate chip cookies. She gave, I ordered, first off, Greg, you'll appreciate this. I'm going to appreciate it. I'm waiting in line for 10 minutes. A little cold out there. My wife's like, I'm going to go wait in the car. I was like, cool. So I'm waiting by myself and we get there. And there's like two dudes, two people in front of me, person in front of the person in front of me walks up and goes, uh, how many chocolate chip cookies do you guys have left? <laughs> and I'm like, you, mo- I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, don't do this to me. And she goes, uh, I don't know. How many do you need? He goes, well, it's a Postmates order. And he looks and he goes five. And I'm like, and it's by the way, I think it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm okay. like, there's Why no way they have more of these cookies. Right. I didn't know they made them there. I just thought they ordered them. The woman goes, hold on. Can I, let me check. She goes, Hey, how many cookies do we have left? And the person goes, she goes, we have five. And the woman goes, yes. Now that's an ambiguous statement, right? Mm-hmm. That means that there's only five left or they have at least five left. So I'm mm-hmm. freaking out and I'm like, oh man, my wife's going to be so pissed that I made her come all the way out here and take stupid pictures of me and they don't even have the chocolate cookies. Thank God she's in the car and she didn't hear that. And I look over and she had left the door cracked and she was just <sighs> going like this. Oh. And she like mouths, she's like, they better fucking have those cookies. And I'm like, now my ass is in a sling here. She yeah, already I mean, hates you. Oh, yeah. she's not happy with me at all. <laughs> and I get up there and I was like, Do you guys have any more cookies? And she goes, Oh yeah, we she's like, we make them here. So whenever we run out, we'll just put more in the oven. And so she gave me three, and I think two of them were freshly baked. One of them was okay. cold, but the other two were freshly baked, and I could not help myself. I ordered an iced coffee. First off, their iced coffee is fucking phenomenal. And I we just sat in the car. And as I like cropped pictures, I ate this warm, salty chocolate chip cookie oh. and had this nice, really good, like rich iced coffee. I'm like, okay. just this fucking place. And then I was like, wow, I really hope I don't get banned from this place because it's really good. <laughs> Dude, Andy, I, I know you're not a big sandwich guy and neither am I. But breakfast sandwiches are another category for me where I fuck with them wholeheartedly. This place What's is breakfast sandwich. And it's just a, the contents more than anything. Like, I feel egg. like breakfast sandwich. Yeah, it's like Look, eggs and I mean, stuff. I don't like egg. But, uh, Andy, so just <laughs> fucking try the sandwich is what we're saying. It's but they, they have their own hot sauce mm-hmm. that they put on this oh, thing if you sauce. want. Too many hot sauce. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite fucking thing. I love, I love hot sauce so much. Put, put it on goddamn everything. Yeah. I'm there. We're in line. And uh, we were told, get the damn sandwiches. And so we order them. And they're like, do you want the hot sauce? I'm like, absolutely. That sounds like a good idea. As we walk away, when they do the whole order thing to translate like what you order to the people that are actually making the thing, they're just like, three breakfast sandwiches, flame on. And I was like, oh, that's that cool. the yeah. coolest way you could possibly that's fucking cool. say that. Really cool. See, like, really I, good. I didn't realize how much I dig hot sauce until we did the KFAF episode where we did the hot ones. The stuff, yeah. I didn't realize how much because I. I don't know. Like, I love spicy stuff. My grandma makes incredible salsa that's super, super, super hot. But I've never, ever had a little bottle of what are the brands? I don't even, I don't even like know. Tapatio. Yeah, Tapatio or, or just straight up like Tabasco, Tabasco sauce yeah. or these hotter yeah. versions or whatever. Oh, totally good. And, and I didn't realize how much I dug it until uh, that episode. But then later on that night, uh, I think it was just Joey and I at the studio. And I was like, I want to eat some, some, some. We got chips here. Like, let me just try out this hot, the the other ones. And I put a little dab. I was like, "Fuck, I'm really digging this." My mouth's watering just thinking about it. I think like salsa to me, like hot sauce to me, you have to build up a tolerance for it to really enjoy. That's like, that's the problem. It's like running, right? Where people are always talking about this runner's high, and I'm like, "Bull fucking shit!" I've run before. It's terrible. It's the worst thing you could possibly do to your body. But then you run like for like two, three months straight, and you actually starts feeling good. 
from what I glean. I've never actually got to that point. Good. That's too much life. of a time. Investment. But that's what people tell me is it takes like a month to get your body like conditioned for it. And I think that like over the years, I used to hate hot stuff. In fact, I remember distinctly when I started at IGN, uh, Fran's like favorite place to go is a place called the Clay Oven. Or uh, yeah, Clay Oven, which is like an Indian restaurant. And he would order so this food so fucking spicy. And I'm like, I don't understand how you can do that. And now, you know, 10 years later, I fuck, I'll, I'll throw in a hot sauce. and like a motherfucker on my burrito. I love it. Have you had any town hot sauce? Because it's fucking awesome. No, I, I mean, again, this is my first time to this place. My only um, real understanding of it was that the cookie that Jen gave me and then the pictures that you've taken there. Okay. So I, I didn't even know they shared breakfast. I mean, I was so caught up in the moment of like, sure. am I going to get kicked out of this place that I didn't bother looking <laughs> like around? I, I I'd like to go back. I good authority that we were the talk of their slack. Were uh, we? Morons who kept showing up and taking photos with their foot on the goddamn table. <laughs> fucking, I love great. it. I mean, I, I will that. say, like, I didn't have any trouble. Nobody talked to me, but well, you didn't put your foot up. I know. You did, you the did process, too. In the process, I looked him, like an, look, a moron. Like, the picture easy. doesn't sell it as much. And, like, this isn't a knock towards Greg. This is a Greg was wearing leggings with the stuff. He looked like he had a purpose. I'm wearing a mixed match of a bunch of different shit. I literally have jeans on. Tim, and, like, it looks like you are an alien and they're just trying to make you look like a human. They just totally. like, put this on, like just grab clothes from the closet. You, we got to go. We got to go. That's what it was. Like I, Joey and Gia are troopers for being a part of this with me because I was embarrassing looking like for sure that I was surprised that nobody like said anything uh, or sorry. like, well, I'm surprised. Yeah. They, they, they didn't. Cause you're wearing that Xbox jacket and we do look alike, even though now you have the perfect vision. It is that thing of I wonder if when you walked up there, like, oh fuck, it's happening again. It's <laughs> like, this get guy. ready. Like this guy did not learn his lesson. That would have been how long do you how many times do you think you could have gone back and put your foot on the table before someone <laughs> was like, We have to call the cops? <laughs> no. I would hope they, you know what I mean? Like, what is that? I was somebody would be paying that close of attention to it. You know what I well, mean? Well, they were because like, there was the so bigger question. Here's the bigger that. question is when we go back this weekend for our coffee, cookies, yeah. and breakfast sandwiches. Will there now be a sign on that fucking table that says this is a fucking hundred percent drop? Don't 100%. put your stupid feet on it. Yeah, but if there is a sign on that table that says "Please don't put your feet on this table," I will laugh so hard. We I'm will have won this. so hard. My thing was when I saw we have won. When it's, I not saw even, it's not even a competition. I don't even want. I don't like again. I don't want anyone listening to think that we were. Do not do this. Do not do this. This is not a nice thing to do to people. They're stressed out enough trying to just stay yeah. open and make money. Exactly. So like, and I felt bad about it after. Like literally when she said it to me, I was like, oh, I, have no, I haven't felt this dumb in a while. Like I didn't even occur. I could have put my foot, by the way, on the windowsill and it would so, have been probably the same well, Yeah, picture. I remember when I did it, I, I thought about doing that. And I was like, no, the table's higher. I want to get my leg up as high as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, Greg put his leg on the table. I got to the table. But then right afterward, she said that to me. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. You're making a lot of sense as a rational, respectful human being. I I appreciate that, and I will never do it again. And then Man, I thought, I'm far, oh, sorry, I was going to say after I posted it, after it got a bunch of likes and everyone liked it more than yours, there I was like, oh god, I hope I hope more people don't go and do this. See, and the problem do, with I yours is actually like you're, you didn't even have you're such a tiny, minuscule social media presence. They didn't even bother to correct in your comments because they knew nobody was going to see it. And I think. Actually, Maybe I have it on. I have it on good authority. It's going to come at me. That's all you got. That's your audience. You know I have I mean? it on good authority that they just didn't want. It. They didn't want to wake the sleeping dragon with my audience. They were uh, like, let's just leave this be and hope that it burns itself out. Because if we take these people on, all the diehard Nick, Nick underscore Scarpino fans sure. on Instagram, who the underscores Greg, the gang, the underscores, the underscores. Yeah. yeah, how yeah. we underscore your life. They're going to go out and they're going to take this picture and it's going to get. <laughs> In all crazy. seriousness, it had when I when I saw your post and I saw your hashtag and then we started texting about it. 
we were we had we had gone down south and we had gone out to the mission or actually out to like uh, the bay or whatever and then we we're like we we're doing a whole bunch of different errands because we had a car and it was that thought process of i'm tired and i want to go home and play video games now but if i had a little bit more time or if this had happened earlier i totally would have come or i couldn't pick you up i guess we get you to come and we'd take another photo of you and me both wiping the table down with like, yeah that would have been funny. Wipes. that would have been great i had those <laughs> in my I car like, too, I, 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 I want to do my own things i want to yeah. have an andy afternoon you know what i mean only the amount of people in my comments that are that are like like oh you didn't even put your foot on the table or like you couldn't reach your foot to the table it's like did you not look at what i captioned this like it's just no like, they people... don't I, i'll stop it right there no they didn't look at the caption or maybe they were playing along with it but they probably didn't look at the captions as well yeah it's just like it blows my mind how people can it's the same way when i you know was making fun of nick and people don't get that i was making fun of nick on the other uh, one of my uh, my other urban yeah. hiking ones where people are like oh man it's great to see you doing stuff I, i'm like no this is i'm done yeah. nick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. nick everybody don't yeah, well, I mean, really that just goes to show how bad you are at captioning because I didn't no, know. that's how that's how you can weed out who listens to the content. Sure. <laughs> that's that's how well, you it's like this weekend. This weekend, I tweeted out of uh oh, I just got a chill. No, oh, yeah, because now I have to shit because I had to shit. And uh, sure, I when I actually was down there shitting finally, I looked at the phone and it was so many people thought I was referencing that I was getting sick, like I had COVID. And I was like, what? No, what? No, why you didn't you fucks? listen to our I just need to poop. podcast that wrangled <laughs> from I was like, Terminator the Matrix? <laughs> hey, let's argue about cereal, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what My favorite thing about this is it's called Andy Town. And like yeah. I can't. Anytime and someone says it, I think about Andy. Yeah. <laughs> like, for what? What would an Andy town look like? Oh you know God. what I mean? I'll tell you it's what. Not Andy, this. I'll tell you next that. Time I, next time I go, I'll pick up whatever you want and I'll bring it to you just so you can try it. Because I know that you're you don't like leaving the house. So you don't want to leave. No, like here's the thing. If it was within, if it was a 15 minute walk, I would totally do it. But you got a car though. What's up, Kevin? Yeah. Um, just as I. To continue the story from the movie theater, I got the other chocolate chip cookie. You're cutting you know, off a lot. Kevin, it's like off, you're like... broadcasting on a ham radio. Yeah, oh, you're okay. cutting off a lot. I got the second chocolate chip cookie. Is it better okay. now? Yeah. yeah, that was much better. Yeah. I think there's a loud gate thing. I have to fix it afterwards. Gotcha. Gotcha, um, gotcha. It's very good. Nick, can you please get me one? <laughs> Kevin, again, I, I I would love to get you one, but your house is too far outside of the radio. Just so leave it at the, the studio. We that already bit me in the ass, and now Blessing hates me because yeah. I left a peep yeah. at the studio because you know that's the border of where the resistance will travel. And then I told you, and you didn't pick it up because you don't care. It's and then right I told here. To I'm literally holding it. Oh, look, hold on. Then, that's Kevin King got the pink one. one. Oh man, I wish I had the pink one. I asked you which one you wanted. Kevin, you I was about to. Kevin, I was about to tell you to do this. Like I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Tim's place. I was place. about to tell you to do this. Can you, <laughs> can you put yourself in the video, but make yourself a lot smaller, like on the bottom portion of it, well, where you're just, just like, like your mouth is kind of like popping out of the bottom like corner, but you have to crop yourself and stuff. You know yeah, I mean? that takes a lot of. Hold on. Like, like almost like you're the toasty guy. Yeah, yeah. That is fucking right. <laughs> And just pop up, just scared, scared to, ah! scared to. <laughs> there he soon. is. You went too soon. There he is. Ah! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> God damn, I hate it so God. much. He's like Thomas. <laughs> uh, Jen's been trying to crack these Andy Town cookies and make them at home, so I'll keep you posted on her. Doesn't efforts. she know? I will. Bro, no, we have the recipe. Ali gave us the recipe. We're just oh, you just can't figure no, it out. Ali actually gave it to you. Yeah, when, when we went, Ali gave us the the dough. 
And then we made the cookies. And I mean, we're not trying to be perfectionists. We're not trying to gen this up. We're just trying to eat some cookies. Sure. Goddamn good cookies. Now, well, here's my question, though. So how do they solve for the at-home sea salt? Because the best part of these cookies is that they use really good chocolate. Obviously, all the ingredients are great, but the but the the icing on the cake, so to speak, hey. or rather the, the the is that they have these beautiful like chunks of sea salt that's just sprinkled on top. But somehow every bite gets a little bit of sea salt in it, and I don't understand how they do this. I so don't can you know. get those? Do you do those at home, or did you just have the chocolate I, 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 I did none sea of salt? This. But I did hold I it. I did bring it into the kitchen. It was in a tub. And on the tub, there was a, a piece of masking tape. On the masking tape, there was instructions on how, what to do. So I'm going to imagine that the salt was part of those instructions. Allie because... definitely would have. She wouldn't have let that not be on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, there, there, was, there was like layers to this shit. And then, yeah, G and Joey made it. And it was fantastic. Yeah. there's a, The only cookie that I've had that rivals it is a place called Ginger Elizabeth. Which is like it's it's in the it's in Cal Hollow as well, and this place. Ginger, I'm sorry, really, Ginger Elizabeth sounds like a Coelho pet. No, if it was <laughs> if it was James really Ginger Elizabeth Franklin, <laughs> no, androgynous. I've whatever. never had more than two names for any of my pets. What do you? Anyway, this place is really, really good too. So I'll put that maybe one day when we all get to come back, I'll bring some of those. You bring some Andy Towns and we'll we'll see which one everyone likes best. Now here's the thing. That's a win-win situation for everyone. The cookies, like for real, I've been on a cookie kick and it started because I started eating these cookies. And then it's the fact that you can't find cookies that good. And it's the same then with the breakfast sandwich that I think Tim can attest to is like, it's so fucking good. And the egg in there is so like perfect and the meat in there is so perfect. But before everything went to hell, the there's an Andy Town down in the Facebook building. And mm-hmm. when they opened that, I had a grilled cheese there, and it was the best grilled cheese of my life. And since then, I've ordered like four or five grilled cheeses from different places, and they're all terrible. They don't. It's it, Allie's food is on such a different level that once it hits that level, you can't do anything about it. Well, who now? Who is Allie? Is she just the head cook Allie, there? Yeah. Well, she's the cook there. She's like the yeah. head chef or whatever. Uh, have I met her? You have. Yeah. She's the the redhead. She's a. Well, actually, she comes to all the parties you don't go to, so you probably haven't met her. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. New Year's <laughs> Halloween. Anything that we do something at the studio as a family that you don't come to, she's at. Okay. Okay. So extra know. life. She shows up at though. She's at extra life. So you probably saw her there. Okay. Okay. Joey got. We were on a cookie kick. Cookie kick here cookie as well. Cookie kick. Cookie kick. And uh, Joey got this like cookie delivery service. Like I, I forgot what it was called. I'm sure at some point she'll slack me because I think she's listening. But I think it's called just milk. And they send these cookies that are. So, I had one yesterday. It was freaking phenomenal but they're each pre-packaged cookies but the packages then come in this like beautiful little tin and it's the type of tin when you get it and you're like well i guess i'm keeping this for the rest of my life it's like you know when a place just nails the packaging and you're just yeah. like i don't ever want to throw this out like the ps2 box when you got that and you're like i don't want to throw this away so it's nice dude. so nice you know it's like it's just like that oh, i got the unread from joey it is called milk bar and it's in new york Oh no, milk bars at a whole bunch of different places, but yeah, it's fantastic. And it's, yeah, so she's getting cookies from New York. <laughs> That's some crazy shit. There's a milk bar next time we're in Toronto for stuff. There's a milk bar there. Or, really well, not. I guess it's just the cookies, but it doesn't matter. They have cookies there inside the uh, ramen place. This is information you don't need to know, but they're everywhere, and we can get we can get you some cookies. Good. I'll tell you the thing about uh, um about the the ps2 box is Mm -hmm. that it was so light on marketing like they they didn't care about it was all about presentation they didn't want to have all these fucking comes with this game and this game and now come on the back they did on the yeah yeah but like just for the rest of it it didn't say like this controller included It, it was just so simple and it was like 
It was art. So they blue. were putting this so out to impossibly impress. blue. Yeah, it was so, so great. Awesome. Tim. It Dude, was the a laser. P- the PS2 just in general, like the aesthetics of it. Like, yeah. maybe maybe it is just one of those like you know Pierce Brosnan will always be my James Bond things because I grew up with it. Like PS2 might have just hit me at that point that no, I know what it you will mean. always be the coolest thing to make just because of when it happened. But my God, just the the weight, the even just the logo design of the PS2 on the top of it and the gradient of the blue. Mm-hmm. It, it at the time and to this day, it just felt ahead of the game. Where it's like you're not supposed to be this fucking cool PlayStation. Yeah. That PS2. That PS2. PS triple. Do you think they repeat it with the PS5, Tim? Well, no, we already saw the logo design for it. I'm like, mm. I mean, you saw the logo, but I'm talking about the system, the box. What do you think it's going to look like? Yeah, I don't. I, I have no idea. I think it's going to look like a PS4 Pro, but like maybe one Black and white. thing. I mean, yeah, that controller is pretty radical, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's going to yeah. look. It's going to look. It's going to look like uh, um, from Wally Eve. Eve? 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 I hope it's not, but whatever. Nick's just got his bare feet up. I love it. Bit. That's usually reserved for the la- the last podcast of Extra Life. <laughs> whatever, yeah. 12 hours, 24 hours. <laughs> it's, been, it's been, it all just seems like one long day. Yeah. These days. Yeah. Yeah. You hanging in there? Yeah, totally hanging in there. Yeah. I've adjusted. I finally just, I've, I finally sort of uh, developed a new routine that's, that's helpful, which includes like walks and, some uh just some basic body weight exercises so i'm not going crazy anymore i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking say it nick i saw you yesterday when you were dropping off the mask your arms were looking fantastic i just worked out that's why (laughs) but i mean like i was like holy shit like i didn't want to say it in person because like that would i feel like would be more weird but now i'll tell you i was like oh wow dude i appreciate that thank you person dude what's wrong give me a flex right now i don't think it's gonna be right now I don't think that's that. I don't think that's that impressive. There you go. I think, I the, fact that it could, I think the fact that it could shift up and down like that. Yeah, that's better, pretty impressive. Better, better. That's a better yeah. one right there. Land on line, shift. you know. Yeah. But yeah. I've just been trying to do like some basic body exercises, push-ups. If I can find a pull-up bar that's not closed, I'll do pull-ups and like dips and stuff like that. But it's been prohibitive. It was easier before they closed all the parks and shit. And now it's like, ugh. Like I have to like work out at my home, which I can only do a, set, a certain amount of things because I don't keep anything here normally. I have like two gyms that I can go to that have anything you possibly want in it, including like mats and bags to kick and punch and stuff like that. So it's been interesting trying to figure out how to do some semblance of the things I've done before in, in isolation. Like obviously like my, my jiu-jitsu gym still has like online classes and stuff and you can watch. But I mean, I've got as, as, try as, I, as hard as I possibly can, D will just not do jiu-jitsu with me. <laughs> She just refuses to do <laughs> it, which I know roll. is a huge shocker. I, mean, I don't even want to like practice on her. I want I want to teach her stuff to practice on me because even just in teaching, even just like regurgitating the information, I, I remember things and it keeps my brain like, oh, you got to do this and this little part of this technique. It's just great, but uh, it's been it's been tough. It's gonna be weird going back to that because after two months of inactivity, I'm gonna get fucking smoked on the mats. Sure. Well, isn't everybody smoked on the well, most people be in that same exact situation though? I assume as much. I mean, there are some people who are fortunate enough to have partners or roommates at home that they train with. Um, so at least there they can get a little bit of a workout in. But you're not gonna get you're not gonna be able to get the the exhaustion that comes with, you know, the last, you know, every class is an hour and a half, and usually you drill, you warm up and drill for the first hour and then 30 minutes. The last 30 minutes are all sparring. So you'll get like, you know, six to seven, five minute rounds in. And after that, you're just dead and you sleep like a baby. So I don't understand. I don't think people are be able to do that right now unless you have someone that's 
on your level that will roll with you for 30 minutes, but you know, yeah, it's tough. So I'm going to um, lose a lot of endurance there. Yeah. I, it sucks. Cause I was in a rhythm of going to the gym before this all happened. You know what I mean? And like, I mean, we joke about the Stairmaster all the time, but I actually enjoy the Stairmaster, right. And zoning out or watching a, oh, watching Harley Quinn or playing animal crossing on it or whatever, just fucking doing it and being done with it. And so Jen has been great even though I hate it at dragging me out and making me actually go for these hikes and these walks and stuff and closing my rings or whatever, which is great. But I got excited the other day. Cause like the argument I had when, or not argument, but when this started, I was like, Oh, maybe I'll actually, you know, go back hardcore to trying to do beat saber every day. And it just hasn't worked in the same way. Cause I don't, I don't know why I, that being a game, I don't feel like I'm getting the same workout, but did you see this thing uh, the other day? They announced supernatural. It's a bad name for a workout service on VR and it's coming to quest. And so, like, I'm reading from the Oculus blog over here, right? Get ready for a cardio workout that's fun, fast, and intuitive. Supernatural features an unforgettable on-demand workout adventure that's coming to Oculus Quest on April 23rd. Building on the beloved mechanics of VR rhythm games, Supernatural is the first app that offers the full fitness package for VR. Designed specifically for fitness, Supernatural serves up daily personalized full-body workouts and expert coaching from real-world trainers. Sweat to music from popular artists and visit beautiful photorealistic landscapes. Track your progress and com- with the companion app, letting you pair your heart rate monitor, schedule workouts, and follow friends for some healthy competition. Supernatural is a subscription service that offers new workouts published daily. At launch, Supernatural will offer members a discounted introductory rate of $20 a month. Includes a free trial. I don't know. I like the trailer looks great. It looks like it's like, it looks like it's, I think sometimes Beat Saber is too much game for it to be a workout to me where I want to yeah. actually hit all the things and I'm, I'm focusing too much on getting a better score or keeping it or beating a score or whatever. Whereas when the trailer here, Kevin, I sent it to assets if you want to pull it up. The trailer here is more, it looks like about like getting your body through rings, dropping down, drop, you know, doing a squat, coming up, hitting these things and not so much about like, oh, you've been penalized a point or you have to go to no fail mode and feel like you're not doing something right. I'm ex- I'm, I'm interested to see it launches uh, later this month, April 23rd. I Here's the yeah, my, my my thing with these with with um anything like this is that i mean a you know this this looks cool um and it could probably get some people to to motivate in their house but for me it's always so difficult because i don't associate my living space with where i go to work out mm-hmm. and so that's for me hard. it was always nice to like i'd leave work i'd go to a gym and that's that's where that happens and then when i come home it's just fully sure. relaxation time so it's so hard for me to to bring my brain over to that new routine of saying like okay i'm going to get up in the morning and work out in my in my dining room yeah. or whatever yeah. then come to work here or you know breakfast vice versa i still need to like that's why when i i'll go like i went to the park yesterday and just like did wind sprints and then you know push-ups and stuff like that just cuz i even like i have to go somewhere else i can't have the distraction of my computer or twitter or my wife or tv there Cause it's so easy after like, you know, we're still working our asses off after just four sure. hours of editing and, and podcasting and then like more business emails like that. I just want to go to my couch and, and, and do nothing. That's my want- hope with this is that I'm right there with you. And I think that's why, like I keep, I kept saying when this started like, Oh, maybe I'll use Jen's ring fit adventure or whatever. And I have mm-hmm. the thing about this. Damn, that th- I mean, you should sell that. Honestly, you can make a big profit on it. <laughs> well, so Jen's I'm not going to say she comes no, out I mean, to use it one day and there's just like a hundred dollar bill. I'm like, eh? I mean, no, I don't make way more than that, dude. They're on sale for crazy amounts right now on yeah. Amazon. Uh, but for this, in terms of getting your own space, Nick, like I think what's interesting about it for me is the fact that it is VR, right? So it isn't that I'm in the living room anymore. You are in this place, apparently with a trainer actually talking to you and telling you to do stuff. Cause that's the other thing too, of like, 
Beat Saber has me swinging my arms and I'm I'm getting my heart rate up and I'm doing stuff. But I've had those mornings where you wake up or the, afterwards, like, oh, fuck, my shoulder really hurts. Like I yeah. fucking just went hard for no reason and you don't need to do that. But if there's a trainer telling you the exercise to do and showing you the exercise to do, not to mention that they can't really see me, which I appreciate because that's what I hate about. It. I don't, I, I can't, I hate the minor corrections when I'm getting, trying to get working out what you need, but I don't oh, want those. Are the best. Me I, I would be so down for any of this if, your face wasn't a sweaty mess during sure. all of it. And like that just your face becomes a sweaty mess when you're just in VR regardless. Yeah. But when you're trying to work out, that just seems like it's something that I wouldn't. It would immediately drive me away. Uh, I'd be so worried about the, the the moisture kind of and cleaning it. And it, it becomes like I, a well, whole thing. You're not wrong, but I've done it before when I was doing Beat Saber every day. Right. So like I have the headband I wear to pull my hair back or whatever to give you a buffer there. And then you peel it off and yeah, you wipe it down immediately or dry off whatever you need to dry out. Um, I, I, I brought the, uh, the quest from the office over here for Fear Beat Saber just because I've been interested and I have the space over here. Sure. Actually, it's right. It's right there. There's the quest. Oh, it looks right. like a speaker. I'm it's hard to see it. Yeah, there you it is. found it? Uh, yeah, I did find it. So, um, anyways, I I've been using that, and yeah, it is. It's a lot. It's so fucking awesome. VR is yeah. crazy though, and like, dude, I know that you've talked about this a lot, Greg. But yeah. the quest really is a whole other level of like, oh, this is not PSVR. This is not any type of VR I've used. Building the space around you, and when you go out of it, you see yeah. the real world yeah. through it with the cameras. It is. It it's fucking weird. Like yeah. it is so immersive, and then all of a sudden, whatever the opposite of immersive is, like you're just Charming. like, oh, like I'm back, I'm back in the in the yeah. real world, and it, it like it it's so nice. It like gives you this like sense of uh, there's a safety net among safety nets that uh, I have no fear that I'm going to hit something. Like I, I always know yeah. where things are yeah, at, yeah, and it yeah, allows yeah. me and he's able to go fucking hard and crazy with it. So much fun. But yeah, it's real sweaty. It yeah. gets real damn sweaty. Yeah, yeah. Question I have yeah. for people that are using the the Oculus quest specifically i'm trying to get porn to work and i am not figuring it out anytime i I do it it stretches it so much if you guys know what i'm talking about please tweet Mm -hmm. at me at tim gettys let me know how to fix this well i've talked about it before while you're stretching it 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 stretches beyond like what you like because i always talk about it like when they come down and they're laying on top of you they got like this billboard head is that what you mean like just the perspective kind of but it's like it's not just that they're big it's like just it looks like a glitch like it looks it's unwatchable Okay, okay. And it's like, I have to get in one weird angle and then I can see it, but then it's like, all right, well, this defeats the purpose of this shit. uncomfortable. Your your elbow's at a weird, it's against the bed and stuff. I've been, I've been gamifying my, uh, whenever I've been streaming Valorant lately Mm. and I'm really bad at it. And whenever I'm in the top bottom, when I'm in the top bottom, whenever I'm in the bottom four of kill death ratio, I have to do 20 pushups, but I kind of want to extend it more to where bottom four, I'll do 20 mid four i'll do i don't know 10 and then i'll do five if i'm like top whatever sure. and i've been having like every night i've been doing 60 to 80 push-ups <laughs> because i'm <laughs> always in the bottom four because i'm so bad at the goddamn game but that's it like worse and worse so you can't hold your arms yeah. up anymore <laughs> yeah like i i teamed up with alfredo and all of his squad like not like achievement hunter squad like people that he plays rainbow six with competitively and these are people that one of the guys was like oh, i had like 4500 hours in counter-strike I'm like, guys, this is a bad squad to have this rule because I'm never going to be in the <laughs> like, I'm always going to be in the bottom four. I won't luck out and like, oh, you know, I'm I'm three on our squad now because it's 5v5. I'm mm-hmm. always going to be in the bottom uh, echelon of this group. So it was kind of a nightmare. But uh, yeah, it's it's been I'll do push ups here. And then when I wake up, I'll try to do just like 100 
like one, two, three, like kind of high steps. I'll try to do that. And then uh, I've been keeping up with the I keep on forgetting the burpees. Uh, burpees. I don't know why I always want to say suicides or hurricane ranas. If you were doing hurricane ranas every day, I'd be like, fuck yeah, Andy. Yeah, fuck I don't know who you, you'd have to ask Barrett to help you out. Yeah. I don't think you can do your own hurricane rana. No, you're right. What's like a suicide? A I forget what a suicide's going, a suicides are. A suicide right in a basketball court. A suicide right. a suicide is when you you run to the ha- you run to the free throw line back, half court back, the other free throw line back, full court back. We got That's punished to do those a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah, we did we got punished. That was our punishment. We we fucked up a lot. See the thing, Andy, though, that I like about your your regiment here though, with especially with the game, is that the thing I found that's that that keeps me motivated the most is when I have someone else there that's gonna do it with me or mm-hmm. hold me accountable to it. Chat holds me accountable, yeah. That's great. See, for me it's 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 the opposite where like, you know, my wife will she'll wake up early, she'll go for a walk before I'm even up. And so then I have no one else that wants to like work out with me. And so it's it's so easy to just be like, eh, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, yeah. it's been it, like Jen's... I've managed maybe two workouts per week since this whole thing started. Jen's so great at it because like she, yeah, won't go do her work or her workout of like, the you know, 5K every day or whatever until she, she'll wait for me. And so even when I'm like, oh, I wish I could go in between shows, but she's like, well, I'm not going either. I'm like, fucking God damn it. I don't have to do this. <laughs> yeah, that's good, though. Keep oh, I know. I know. Me, no, that's good me Gia and Joey have been working out together. And by that, I mean, uh, every once in a while, Gia turns into the house tyrant and decides that we're doing TikTok for a day. And yeah, I've seen these TikToks popping up from you guys. She just it started with uh, it was one of her best friend's uh, birthdays. And since we're all in quarantine, um, somebody was making her it was her 30th birthday and her boyfriend wanted to like make her like all your friends are going to send you videos. And so Gia kept being like, oh, we're going to we're going to do a TikTok and send it to her. And I was like, that's the fucking weirdest. Like, why? But Gia didn't give me the context that we were doing it because the boyfriend had asked for videos. Mm. So she was just like, oh, yeah, for her birthday, we're going to make her a TikTok video. I'm like, that's the that's bizarre as all shit. But anyway, it, it got her addicted to trying to get us to do these things. And so now it just turns into once every weekend, essentially, uh, Joey pretty much just laying on the floor for hours with. <laughs> with the fucking phone like trying to get the right angle for horrible recreations of of anything and then me and gia trying to attempt to do things and so many of them involved me having to hold her up yeah and that dude i the amount of like right now i'm feeling it and that was a couple days ago where i'm like i didn't even know i had these muscles like i didn't even know what like what is being worked out when I have to do this shit, but I'm on, I'm honestly pretty impressed by the amount of things that we are able to accomplish. The, the world hasn't seen a lot of them, but did you guys, did you guys see, um, they, they were doing that challenge that was going around where like you, you basically get in a handstand and take your shirt off or put a shirt on rather. Yeah, yeah, she did it. Did you see, um, that I forget what her name is, but she's like a gold medalist. Olympic. Simone Biles. Yeah. She did. She took her pants off in a handstand. Like she had like sweatpants she, with obviously like she wasn't leaning it. up against the wall. Ooh, just, a fucking, just a handstand. Just a handstand. Fucking pants off. And it took like five minutes. <laughs> like, how are you doing this? Yeah. She's just upside down, like what you know, doing the, oh, almost lost it, almost lost it. And then gets her balance and like pulls one leg off with her toes. And like, this is the most Im- like physically impressive thing I've ever seen a human being do in my life. Do we have an, an ad this week? We do, Andy. Would you like to hear about it? Sure. Here it comes. This episode of the Kind of Funny Podcast is brought to you by 4hims.com. You know hims. I know hims. Of course, Nick and Andy know hims. Nick and Andy went there when they noticed their hair was starting to thin, but that's not what I'm here to talk to you about today. Of course, we've always said... 
for hims is hair loss, skincare, and sexual wellness. If you didn't know, 40% of men by the age of 40 struggle with not being able to get or maintain an erection. For hims is there to help with that. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can go there, talk to a doctor privately, confidentially. You don't have to go to a clinic. You don't have to go to uh, get in your car, drive over there, be in a waiting room. And these are some things that, first off, you shouldn't be embarrassed about. But I know some people are and actually won't go get the help they need or have the conversations they need. That's why forhims.com is great. Of course, hims connects you with real licensed doctors and FDA-approved pharmaceutical products to treat ED. These are well-known uh, generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you combat ED. Obviously, that means they're cheaper, which is better. Uh, you don't have to worry about multiple in-office doctor visits. You go right there. You talk to the person, right? You answer a few quick questions about your medical history, chat with the doctor for a confidential review, and if approved by the doctor, the products are shipped directly to your door. Um, it's an easy way to get in there. I know that some people are afraid to talk about these kind of issues. It's awesome that 4 is providing a way for you to just go there privately on your own time when you have the chance and talk to somebody about it for you can i'm sorry try today try hymns today by starting with a free online visit go to forhims.com slash kind of funny that's f-o-r-h-i-m-s.com slash kind of funny forhims.com slash kind of funny these are prescription products and they're subject to a doctor approval and require an online consultation with a physician who will determine if the prescription is appropriate see the website for full details and safety information this could cost hundreds if you went uh, in person to the doctor's office or pharmacy. So instead, remember that's forhims.com slash kind of funny. Now, yeah, I was waiting for a good point in conversation to break in. Um, I, I saw this article right now on Twitter. Now, I, I'm not a subscriber to the New York, to the Wall Street Journal, so I can't read the full article, but the gist of it is there. Okay. Check Send me this the link out. If you, if you Google it and, and it's not in the app, it'll probably come up where you can read it. All right. I'm sending it if to Google, I'm sending it to assets or not. Okay. Um, on the first Sunday in February, as the San Francisco 49ers were in the middle of blowing a lead in the Super Bowl, a small group of doctors in the Bay Area was too busy to care about a football game. They were dealing with the region's first cases of coronavirus. If the 49ers would have won the Super Bowl, they would have had a parade. And because they didn't, that this could have possibly saved like them losing likely saved a lot of lives because there wasn't going to be a huge amount of people huddled together in the same area. That's crazy to think about. That's nuts. That's so That's wild. Crazy. Like we were. Well, Can we're, I ask you guys a, a vain question? It could have been way worse. Yeah. And I totally, I totally mean this tongue in cheek, of course. But does it bring you just a little pride that we're doing, like California is doing real well? Oh, yeah. Of course. I mean, especially, specifically the Bay Area. I'm like, yeah, yeah get fucked, everyone else. It's not <laughs> literally. <laughs> but no, but I mean, obviously, like, we're teasing. We're teasing. Like, like I, I'm, I'm proud that we're all fucking, like, doing it right. It's like, yeah. We're sacrificing yeah. for the greater good. I mean, dude, no, it's I, we keep talking about this stuff, and I know that it's not. I haven't been reading statistics. Hearing all this shit. The, the st statistics are Bay Area is doing fantastic. And that's scary because two of my best friends are in health shit in different ways. And uh, one of my friends is more on the pharmacy side of stuff, but it's in hospitals. And yeah. every day he's like, it's getting better, but it is still horrible. There's so many like there's floors dedicated to just Corona patients. And he's just like, yeah, like we are legitimately like risking shit and this sucks. But my other friend who is less like has done less years of like medical preparation, all that shit, whatever. He's in the ICU oh, and he's God. just like, he's like, dude, everyone's dying. He's like, it is just every day I'm seeing multiple people die like over the course of a week. And he's like, it's not just old people. It's young people. It's every mixed match of people. And he's just like, we're just here dealing with it. And there's like, 
he's like, I can't even imagine how bad it is in other places. Obviously, we keep hearing that New York is like to- totally yeah, New York's getting destroyed by it. New York's doing a thing where they are offering uh, Bay Area people because we kind of have it more under control here insane amounts of money, like 15K a week to go to New York oh, right now. You mean like nurses and stuff? Uh, a bunch of different medical fields. Oh, I, I, I thought it was like, if I, I could just go no, make no, 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 no. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd totally do that. Yeah, no, I'm talking about like my friends. Yeah. Uh, but like they, they're being offered insane amounts of money to go take care of it there. And it's like this weird balance where it's like, it's a risk and reward, but it's like, how much more at risk can you be when you're already literally working on the floor where all the, the patients are that's full, yeah. you know, it's fucking, it's crazy ass shit, man. Totally. Yeah. That's what's good. That's what's so crazy about it too, because it's like they don't know necessarily if the. I mean, I could be wrong about this because obviously there's new news coming out every day, but they don't know necessarily if the compounded exposure does something different. So, like, if you get exposed to a cold once and it's the same cold everyone else has, you get it. You're not immune to it anymore. But they, there, some people were theorizing, and it might have been disproven already, that like the the sheer volume of it that's that you're exposed to on a given day for these healthcare providers is like a thousand times more than anyone would, you know, staying six feet apart from each other. So, and they don't know if that makes it worse or if that like hits them, hits your immune system harder. So that's like, that's the scary shit is like, you know, normally if you're a doctor, like, yeah, if I get the flu or whatever during flu season, obviously we have vaccinations for the flu. You can get over that, but there's none of that shit. Like you're Dude, they're no. really putting their lives in, in like they're, they're putting their lives in line, which is crazy. Lives in line in a way that there aren't any rules that are being followed. Like the craziest thing they were telling me is that because of federal rules that they need to follow, even though the, the California wouldn't want to do this necessarily when this was like not first starting out, but like pretty, let's say midway deep into it, they were being told that they weren't allowed to wear masks because it was scaring patients. And there was a one week period where they weren't allowed to wear masks. And it's like, are you fucking serious? Cause now That's it's like, bad. now it's like, you cannot go anywhere. Like all of them in the hospital, they it's like multi-layered masks and stuff. And there's all these rules and regulations. And it's like, man, it, it just sucks that we want to believe that there's like people out there that are like, we're going to handle this. Like there's rules, there's systems in place to make sure this is all it's like, no, nope, not at all. Those systems are fucked up and are going to like, potentially ruin the chances for things to to get better yeah i mean that's that's the question is like how this is such a a weird unprecedented event that's happened at least during my life you know i don't remember there are there's i mean i've been on in the united states for 40 years and we're seeing a, and a pandemic like this ever hit our shores and so the question is like this is such a worldwide phenomenon how is it going to change anything or are people once this is once the sort of first wave is done and, and you know the president or the the governors of each state decide hey it's time to go back to work are people going to go thank god and then just forget about it or is this actually going to cause some sort of like positive change in the I mean world? I was reading I was reading an article that's saying that, that the projections right now from analysts are that concerts aren't even going to be allowed until fall 2020 fall 2021 2021 so it's like when you start thinking about that, it's like at some point there will be legislature put in place that mm-hmm. is controlling different facets and aspects of society and different businesses. And it, there will be a change. There just simply has to be like even if everyone's going back to work, I think that many different sectors are going to be affected in ways that fundamentally change how they function for the rest of time. Pete D writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny and says, what if things don't go back to normal? In the majority of conversations around things like games and movie releases, it's the same discussion that seems to come up. What happens to the pushed releases in a few months once things get back to normal? I have to be honest, though. 
I'm not sure things are ever going to get back to normal. The current lockdowns across the globe aren't aimed at eradicating the virus, just slowing the spread. If they work, that means you have to stay in them to maintain the situation until better treatment can be created. And with vaccine development estimated at 12 to 18 months, I think we're in this for the long haul. I imagine that some restrictions will begin to be eased in the coming months to ensure the economies around the world don't collapse. But even then, after a lengthy term in this situation, how comfortable will you feel about sitting in a packed cinema, sitting in a packed cinema screen with hundreds of people again, or sitting down to eat at a busy restaurant? If indeed I, many oh, of the cinema, sorry, right. a little bit further. If indeed any many of the cinemas and restaurants actually survive until then. Are we going to witness a significant change to how we consume entertainment going forwards? Uh, at the moment, movie studios by at the moment movie studios by pushing back releases are still clinging to the hope that things will go back to normal. But like how MP3 and easy sharing changed the music industry in the late '90s and early 2000s, are multiple industries now going to have to change their business model to adapt? And how do you think your own habits will change going forward, Andy? That, that um, question reminds me, by the way, of the of the part where he's in back to school, where he's like, "I only have one question in ten parts." <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think that uh, that you're going to start to see Americans acting more like a lot of Asian countries do, and even like European countries, where no matter what's, even if you have a tiny little cold, you wear a face mask. And it's always and that sort of respect is you're wearing it out of respect to people around you. It's not a lot of people see that and assume, oh, they that person doesn't want to get sick. No, that person's sick. They just don't want to spread it. Yeah. And, but we just we've never had that comp that courtesy mm -hmm. here. We've never really thought to do that. It's like, oh, I have a cold. I'll go out. Big deal. I, I just won't shake hands. I'll, I'll cover up my sneeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not comp. Well, it's like but how I, we do it all the time, too. Right. Like where. It's, yeah. You know, it, I mean, literally kind of funny where it's like, oh, yeah, I, I feel like something, but I'm, I I took a day call or whatever. I'm going yeah. to come in and power through kind of thing. Which no, I, I think you're going to see question. more and more face masks. I want to get this question involved because it's there too. Chris Truitt wrote in to patreon.com slash kind of funny and says, do you think we as Americans will learn from COVID-19? I'm thinking of the focus we are placing on hand washing and basic hygiene since I think this has this has pointed out how gross we are as a society. I've been in EMS for over 20 years, and this has been a real wake-up call for many of my coworkers as we see just how fast a virus can spread. Thanks, and stay healthy. Um, so, yeah, it's – I'm so – you know, there's so much going on and so much uncertainty about the future, right? So – for Pete's question, are things going to get back to normal? No, there'll be a new normal, I think. And I think you're going to see all these businesses drastically change. Because, again, yeah, it's the conversation I have with my dad, you know, every weekend who's in Chicago, obviously, number one crane operator, who is still building buildings downtown. Um, but, it, like, when is this going to be over? Like, never, right? Because it's going to be a rolling stage of being over where even though it's awesome that California and the Bay Area have been great about, you know, uh, squashing the curve or whatever, and being proactive on this, you know, other states haven't been, which means that even it's not going to be even when we feel like we're safe here, other states won't feel like you're safe. So you're not going to be like really down to fly to these states that enacted lockdowns late or weren't taken as seriously, let alone then having those people come over here and do things, let alone then going to a movie theater. I think, you know, when restaurants do open back up, I, I imagine it's going to open back up with that you know the half the occupancy empty seats around you or whatever. yeah yeah for me the the idea of like as soon as there's a vaccination that we know works within an acceptable amount i will not hesitate to go back to to what a quote-unquote normal life would be um you know if they were like you know, a month from now if they're like hey guys we're opening up all the concert venues and theaters and everyone can go do whatever the hell they want I'll, i'm like no that's not going to be 
there's no part of logic that says that's a great idea because you know obviously you're talking to you're talking like we're ahead of the curve for now yeah. you know in six months from now there might be another outbreak because we were just the first people to shelter in place and everyone else didn't and then they start coming over here and they start reinfecting everyone so th this this is a very complex issue but i don't know that i don't part of me thinks that though once it's out of sight it's going to be out of mind the second everyone's allowed to go back to work you give it six more months and people are going to forget about you know, the, the idea of this. And I certainly don't think it's, my hope is that it changes at the policy level where they decide that it's a lot more important to actually have, you know, be looking ahead and seeing these things coming and trying to develop vaccinations ahead of time for them. Whereas this one just seems like they, they severely dropped the ball for it. Mm -hmm. um, that, that I hope at the very least will change because, you know, if people had to, if we had to go through something like this every 10 years, but it only lasted a couple weeks while people you know, enough time to get the 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 reserves to get the vaccinations out to all the states. I think that would be totally. I mean, I don't think that would be nearly as cataclysmic as this is going to be just to the economy alone. That's that to me is the that's going to be the most probably the, the, one of the saddest parts of this. I mean, obviously the loss of life is the saddest part, but like to me, watching people lose their businesses or their jobs or having to move or having to be severely displaced for the next five years because of this is yeah. going to be just tough to endure, you know, it's going to be no fault of their out. own. Yeah. This is just, yeah. this just sort of came out of nowhere. And we, I, I, I think we've mentioned before of some people that started their business last month or, or a week, you know, maybe mid January and it's, and they're bright eyed and they hope to have and see success for their business. And then suddenly all this hits like, what do you do, man? Like that's, there, there's no worse situation. Obviously, again, all Nick, things considered a, yeah all things considered you, we talked about like the loss of life is awful but of there's course. a lot of just other aspects that it's affecting that's really really nice yeah there's a loss of livelihood and you know there's also like the idea that like a lot of these government institutions like the small business association stuff and, and the unemployment agencies are um they're trying to to stem that a little bit they're trying to, to offer loans and, and unemployment to people but from what I've gleaned from friends who have taken advantage of this stuff, it's a freaking nightmare because they're just not, there's no, the system's just not set up for all the stuff. We sudden, were so unprepared like for this. 9 million people to go, well, I don't have a job. What do I do? How do I pay my rent now? How do I, you know, and they're doing in San Francisco, like rent forgiveness programs for a month. But guess what? It's, it's come May 3rd. I guarantee they're going to punt in another month. So what do people do in month two? What do people do in month three? Like what the hell are people supposed to do? Aside from the government just being like, okay, you know, what we're going to do is just authorize a universal income for everyone. So you're going to get like 10 grand a year until you can get back or, you know, 20 grand a year until you get back on your feet. But then it raises the other question of like, where the fuck is all that money coming from? Because last I checked, we were $17 trillion in debt. And like, this is going to add to what, 2 trillion more to that or 3 trillion more to that. My numbers might be totally off. But um, I just don't understand. I don't think we can just keep going and looking at the government like it, it can just be this 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 wallet that we can keep dipping into especially when you consider like i'd rather than put those resources you know two three years from now into programs that could actually head these things off at the past which they and to be fair which they do by the way like that's what the reason why we have a flu shot every year you know is that they go and they look at the different strands of the flu that they think are going to be the most popular and the most uh, widespread and they they create vaccinations for those things so those programs exist it's just this one just blindsided everyone and given the nature of how the the the, the virus incubates it is like it's perfect some people are asymptomatic so they don't even know they have it other people have been exposed to it It takes two or three days before they realize they've been exposed to it it's like it's you couldn't ask for something better thank god it's not 
like a hundred percent deadly for people. Otherwise you would see people, it would, it would just be fucking pandemonium outside. Yeah. That's what she I think. I think of like, crazy. what if this was like Ebola or something that's super life threatening very fast. Yeah. But even in that point, like you look at those and you're like, well, the reasons those can be, uh, you know, contained so much easier is because you do see those symptoms immediately. And like after exposure, it's like people develop and they die and then everything. I just watched the movie Outbreak. So like, so like that was one of the things I did most about. people. Yeah, so we got all contagion, all these fucking movies. Oh God. And you know what? I thought I was like, oh, this will offer some catharsis. And it just ramped up my anxiety. So I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. Although I did just watch the core. Hell yeah. And it reminded me of one of the one of the best Comic Con stories. And I think Greg, were you interviewing him at the time or was someone yeah. else interviewing for that? It was me. So I'm I'm Mike and Aaron Egghart up, and I just just to be have fun, I was like, hey, man, I just wanted to say thanks for making the core. And he looked at me. And he goes, oh, man, I'm so sorry you watched that movie. <laughs> and then I almost got mad at him. I was like, no, I was being fucking serious, bro. Like, are you telling me you don't like the core? You don't like the <laughs> What's your fucking out? problem? Get the fuck out of here. Aaron. Do you remember so, what I said no, afterwards? What did you say afterward? You said that. And he, like, he said that exchange. And I was like, oh, well, if we're doing this, I just wanted to say thank you for meet Bill. And he, he looked at me and he goes. No one watched Beat Bill. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, man. That yeah. was great. Do you think we'll ever get back to a point where we have a hilariously overproduced Comic Con show? Kind of funny, sure won't. Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe somebody will hire us to come in and host that. But that would be awesome. That, What's know? up, IGN? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'd love yeah, to do Comic Con. That's an interesting thing, man. Like they're they're finally still not canceled, right? Kind of, it's still not canceled, but they are finally talking about doing digital uh sides of things um versions of things um so so that, i think that at this point it is it, it's all of these events and we've seen it now with the big all the big guns um including wrestlemania where they are waiting because they want the city to be the one to shut them down so that sure. that way they don't owe the money for sure. um all the all the other stuff but like well, it's just getting to a point where now it's just like there's so few planned events left like major ones that um, that's just going to kind of stop everything. And yeah, Comic-Con is, I definitely think the next big, big one to go. Yeah, they were, um, there's all been all this back and forth with uh, UFC because there was a huge oh fight God. that was supposed to happen with uh, Habib Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson. And then Habib pulled out because I guess he couldn't get out of Russia, but then I guess he could, I don't know. It was a weird thing, but Dana White was trying to figure out where to have it. And I think he was like, we'll do it. We'll do it like with the skeleton crew or whatever. And then at one point, I think he was like, we're going to get an island. Here's the thing. I, I played like, Dead or Alive once. And uh, the plot of that game. You cut off a lot. Or fighters. You cut out your cutting. Damn Say it. it again. The, 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 I played Dead or Alive once. The plot yeah. of that game. Let's get a bunch of fighters. Let's put them on an island. And let's just see what the fuck happens. Oh, it's just like, that movie, man. Let's, yeah, let's just do that in real life. And it's like, all right, sure. And you got to shut the fuck down. Basically, like, no. Disney, basically, Disney was like, "No, you're not doing this." <laughs> yeah, they not not, yeah. I mean, it's understandable, but like, that's the shitty thing too. Is like, I wish I would love to watch that fight. That would actually be like a really cool part of my week to sit on a Saturday night and you know just watch it with everyone and be on Twitter and see everyone's reactions to it because that's I think we don't really have anything like that right now. And those things are so like you realize the importance of those cultural moments and why sports and and why big movie releases and, and concerts and stuff are are that important is because it does it does kind of bring us all together. And especially mm-hmm. in this time where we all feel super isolated, man, I was just wanting to watch Habib just beat the shit out of Tony <laughs> Ferguson. You know, I, what's been awesome? I mean, I don't know if he would have been able to because Tony's a great fighter, but I would have loved to watch that fight. 
Who wants to be a millionaire's back, ladies and gentlemen? Who's hosting that now? Jimmy Kimmel is hosting it. That's right. Um, for this one season, it's a season of it's celebrities going to charity, all that type of stuff. They're it they're shooting it live, and it's quarantine situation where mm-hmm. the it's six feet apart from everybody. There's no live audience. Um, it's it's very interesting to watch, and I'll be damned, man. Me, Joe, Joey, and Gia Joe. sitting here. <laughs> Uh, I was thinking Cool Greg. Cool Greg was on his way, but he ended up not coming for Cool Greg reasons. Yeah. Um, But we watched it, and it it brought me back to 1999, man. Just fucking sitting there as a family, like, watching this show and, like, playing along with it and and all of it. They can't do the Ask the Audience, so it's just Ask the Host. (laughs) Oh, interesting. (laughs) It's pretty funny, but... Jimmy uh, just tells him the answer, like, well, that was easy. uh, He doesn't know the the answers to it. It, It's pretty pretty entertaining, but, like, they also have this weird thing where every uh, contestant, their celebrities, they get one friend that's with them for the first, like, five questions or whatever, and they're just kind of sitting there, but they're six feet away. And it's a very different dynamic for the show, but it... It reminds me of just like such a good use of this, what Nick's talking about, of these kind of like event moments that kind of like bring people together in these weird ass times. But who wants to be a millionaire, man? Like, I remember that being such a, it was a thing. A thing. Was it Regis filming that hosted it originally? Yeah, it was Regis. Yeah. And all the weakest link. Goodbye. Remember her? Greg, let me ask you this. And then there was that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? You can pick, you got to pick one out of the group here, including Kevin. Who's your phone or friend? Oh, Kevin's, I can have Kevin as a phone. You You can pick Kevin too. I, uh, Kevin. Kevin's you pick Kevin a, for the phone, a friend? He's got a lot of knowledge in him. The thing I is, always, I panic. I'm the thing panic. is, yeah. Well, that would be the thing is like, it would be, he would know the answer, but he would do the Kevin thing where he's like, what? Uh, and he would like do the, like the start and stop and my time would expire and I wouldn't have. So here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. Don't let him know you're on the show. <laughs> so when Don't he answers, he's like, what's up, fart mouth? I'm like, nothing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like signaling the audience to be quiet. I'm like, everybody. Right. Right. You're like, hey There's man, no audience. You, should, you should just be like, all you have to do is this. Here's here, here's how here, I just figured it out. I'm a fucking genius. Here we go. Here's what you do. Here's yeah. what you do. You call him. You don't tell him you're on the show. You tell him you need the answer to a question, and then you make up an answer that I swear by. Gotcha. And you say Nick swears by this, and sure. he thinks he's right more than you. And then Kevin's blood will boil, and then the answer will just come into his head, and he'll tell you. Genius. He'll have it. Greg, I wanna I wanna compliment you here because our household had a similar conversation. And we were just like, who would be your phone a friend just in general in life, not just yeah. us? And you were my answer. Easy. Hey. You just, you know, you have so much random ass knowledge. Yeah. Dude, I, let's, Dude, I, I guarantee if you start. You fucking got it. All right. I guarantee <laughs> if any one of us starts singing a popular song from the last 40 years, Greg will just, he'll just pick up the lyrics and start singing know. with you. It's thank a you for this. Thank you for enumerating it. Because Jen's favorite thing to do is tell people that I, uh, I can sing any song. And then she'll like, no, try it. And they always send it throw on songs like, I have no idea what that is. I don't know what you're talking. Like, La Vie <laughs> like, it, Rose, it, like, was no. it top 40? Like, I can help you there. You know what I mean? Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Podcast each and every week for, that's right, for best friends gather on this table, each bringing their lives to the table to talk to you about whatever it is they want to talk about. If you like that, go to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can give us your topics. You can get the show ad free. You can watch it live as we record it. You can get the exclusive post show we're about to do. If you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can go to youtube.com slash kindoffunny, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe each and every week to see what we're up to. Right now in the post show, Tim, yeah. I need you to tell me about WrestleMania. But until then, okay. if you're not coming over, it's been our pleasure to serve you.